This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 25th of October. Justin, Formula One is planning to develop a new women's racing series. It's going to be a new all-female championship for younger drivers aged 16 to 22. And it's believed it could come as early as 2023. Drive to Survive Series 2024. Yes. Flux fam, the federal budget day is here. Tonight at 7.30pm, the Labor government is going to drop their first federal budget of this term. So if you want to find everything you need to know, We've got you covered. We've done all the hard work. So download the Flux app and we'll see you in there. Three highly informative stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Netball Australia is facing a sudden and major $25 million sponsorship loss as Hancock Prospecting pulls out of a much-needed sponsorship deal. Nervous times for Netball, B-Man, so tell me more. So Netball Australia is the main governing body for Netball here in Australia. Mm -hmm. And they struggled a little bit over the COVID period. They lost $7 million between 2020 and 2021. But this year, Netball Australia secured Hancock Prospecting as a corporate sponsor. And this investment was $15 million over the four years. And while you may not have heard of Hancock Prospecting, it's actually the largest private company in Australia. And it's the mining company owned by Gina Reinhardt and her family. But Jazzy Boy, here's where it gets a little hairy. Last <laughs> week, it was revealed that some netball players didn't support Hancock Prospecting as a sponsor. And this was due to historical comments made by the company's founder on Indigenous issues as well as the company's record on environmental issues. So now, Netball Australia is in a really tricky spot financially after Hancock Prospecting walked away from the deal. Interesting. So what is the key learning here? The sport industry has seen a major rise in the power of the athlete. And as a result, the relationship between corporates Mm -hmm. and sports leagues Mm -hmm. and teams, it's become a lot more than just financial. And Brett, over this period, sports stars have become more vocal about their personal opinions on key political and social issues. And of course, it's not just netball. Mm-hmm. We've recently seen it with Australia's cricket captain, Pat Cummins, in relation to Cricket Australia's sponsorship from Alinta, the energy company. And of course, over in the US, it happens all the time with NBA stars like LeBron James leading the charge. So we're reaching new territory where some corporates may start to think twice before investing in a partnership with a sports league or team. For our second story, the owner of Aussie streaming service Stan has said that Stan is not for Ooh. sale, but we are very, very open to strategic partnerships. You can't buy us, but maybe you can. <laughs> What's happening here? Okay, so Stan launched in January 2015 mm-hmm. on your birthday, Jazzy Boy, originally as a joint venture between Nine and Fairfax Media. But then Nine bought Fairfax's stake in 2018, so now it's owned 100% by Nine. Get this, last week there was speculation that Nine was looking at a partial sale of Stan. But now Nine's come out, they've denied it, but said they're very open to a strategic partnership with international content companies. Now, Jazzy Boy, it's an interesting time for a company yep. like Stanley, because like many streaming services, it's likely approaching a peak in subscriber numbers. So it seems like Stan is going to need to get creative and pull some sort of a rabbit out of its hat if it's to continue growing. Because it's definitely hit a new stage in the industry life cycle. Yeah, so what's the key learning here? The industry life cycle refers to the evolution of an industry or business through four main stages. First comes the introduction phase where innovators create new businesses. Then comes the growth phase where consumers start to understand the value of the industry and demand grows rapidly. Then comes maturity phase where growth slows down and consolidation starts to occur. And finally comes the decline, which is kind of (laughs) self-explanatory. Now, the streaming 
industry is very much in its maturity phase. Mm -hmm. So experts believe streaming platforms may be forced to combine. So to combat this challenge and stand out from the crowd, Nine wants to increase its investment in local content. For our third and final story, 7-Eleven is recommitting to the long-term viability of petrol via a brand new deal with oil giant ExxonMobil. Doubling down on oil now. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Tell me more. So some background. The first 7-Eleven in Australia opened in 1977 in the Melbourne suburb of Oakley. 45 years later, 7-Eleven has a total of 720 stores across Australia. And now 7-Eleven has extended its eight-year exclusive supply deal with ExxonMobil for another 11 years. Wow. What's interesting here is that this move may suggest that 7-Eleven reckons Australians aren't as ready to switch to electric vehicles as we may have already thought. And according to 7-Eleven, this decision to extend the mobile supply deal was driven by feedback from small business owners and customers. So what is the key learning here? Customers vote with their wallets and clearly Australia's switch to electric vehicles isn't here just yet. Now, B-Man, this new agreement between 7-Eleven and mobile will run until 2033. Which just so happens to be three years beyond the government's target date for Australia to achieve net zero emissions. Now, for context, last month, Tesla cars were the third highest selling new car in Australia, which is a positive indication for the energy transition. But there are 20 million registered vehicles today in Australia, and electric vehicles represent only 20,000 of them over the last 18 months. Now, clearly, with this deal, 7-Eleven believes fossil fuel will be consumers' number one choice for quite a while still to come. Whether by choice or necessity, because we just don't have enough electric vehicle supply. Well, Jazzy boy, Federal Budget Day is well and truly here. It's a very boring read with hundreds of pages, so we've done the hard work for you. So check out the Flux app for everything that you need to know. All the big pieces of funding will drop around 7.30pm in the Flux app tonight. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.